Good morning. Welcome back. Good afternoon. It's morning in Auckland. Me and hey. Dan got up early. Hey, it's before we get before we get too deep into the intro, um, I've, I've while you're away, Dom, writing writing your play, I didn't want to feel left out, so I kind of scripted the intro for this week. Mm. If you'll if you'll allow me. Mm, yeah, I thought we spoke about this. One 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 question though. When you when you're writing a script, do you say set or do you say scene before you set up the scene? Well the scene and the set are two different things. Oh yeah, we don't have a set. Okay. Scene. A Zoom meeting. Dan's room is dark. He may have just finished treating his genitals like an amusement park. Dom looks a bit dishevelled. His week away on thespian business has taken its toll but it's a fitting look for an up-and-coming theatre savant. Todd has an assortment of cheap beer. He is smoking a cigarette. Okay. Dom. Hello. Dom doesn't like how he said hello, so he says it again. Hello. <laughs> Todd. Kia ora. Welcome back to How Not To Be An Asshole. Dan, what episode is it? Dom. 17. Dom is incorrect. Dan. It's 18. Dan shuffles in his seat. He finds this tiresome. Todd. Dan, can you put some dramatic music there? Dan. Dan shrugs. He will not insert the music Todd has requested. Todd. So for this week's podcast, I've written a script. Dom, can we please not do this? Dom wears a pained <laughs> expression. Todd, insistent. Well, well, I can't read it. Well, oh, come you are on, off, you're doing so well. Well, you were off writing plays, so I wanted to try my hand at it. Dan, big sigh. Dom. Dan's been on the meth again. Todd. <laughs> Todd goes quiet. It appears he gave up trying to write a script at this point. It was That's good. It. You liked it? Was it? Good. I, do. I'm, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm scared, though, if I tell you that it's good that you might try and do more of them. But that was very good. We could, like, not do the podcast anymore and just put that out. Just script it? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, I think, like, since that was such a roaring success, perhaps the direction, that's the direction we could go. Yeah. All right. So after that, welcome back to um, Fuck City. What are we called? Um, the Hello. podcast. Dan's here. He's had a haircut. Everyone, he swapped his, um, he gave his barber mushrooms for his haircut. Yeah. And, and other hair news. Did you, see, did you guys see my new hair? Oh, yeah. yeah the rainbow. Yeah, it's blue, blue and purple. Nice. Like a fucking... It looked, uh, it looked like, like it was fake in the picture. It looked like you just put a filter yeah. on. Yeah, pony. No, like it's real. Have, pony. Have you seen Colin Mitchell has real colourful hair? I thought he shaved all his hair off. Oh, it's it's short cropped, but he like... It's incredible. He sent me a picture. It's like dyed with like different coloured flowers all in it. A beautiful man. Yeah, we're both over 40 with fucking children's haircuts. Yeah. Not Dan. Didn't. Dan's got a serious haircut. You could have a, that haircut in the bank. You could have that haircut in prison. You could have that haircut being a meth dealer. He needs a the same. He needs a serious haircut. So when you request his um, like assistance at a green party uh, event, he can like turn you down, and you'll believe that he has a real reason not to be there. Yeah, I can't believe that you lied to him <laughs> and told him to get a job. Oh my god, I didn't lie to anybody. He did. He don't have a fucking job. Okay. Hey, Dan, has Dom ever tried to make you eat at Rassoy restaurant on K Road? 
I, w- I wouldn't usually like to celebrate like the demise of a small local business, but Rasso has <laughs> shut down during the week. And like that's t- obviously terrible for those people, but good for friends of Dom, who he always tries to make eat Fuck, I've been eating there for like 30 years. Are you a bit sad? No, no not really. Time moves but, on. You're okay? Yeah. Well, you don't even fucking live near there anymore, so. No, it's true. <clears throat> but there's a new Indian place there anyway. Oh yeah, I went there the other day. Anyway, nice. should we should we bring the, the mu- on the road? Bring the music in at this point. Dan, what do you think? Yep. Welcome back. A little bit older, a little bit uglier. We couldn't get another producer, so Dan's back as well. Look at, look at this, Dan. We can divulge all this now. This is what, this is what tells me that you can get into. <laughs> I don't necessarily like him, but I respect him. Well, everyone needs jewelry. He's a maniac. Further to him crippled. It, this is an audio podcast, Dom. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Dan? All right. Welcome back to episode 32 of Bullshit City, where this we talk about our favorite, one of our favorite cities in the world. Which one's that? Dan's been spending a lot of time in Huntley, not, not uh, technically a city, but we won't hold that against him. What do you this like about w- Huntley, Dan? What's not to like? Got Big roads. You go fast down those roads and don't have to stop. There's a, there's a Z station where I sometimes stop and get a pie. They have vegan nice. pies there. This week's guest is Daniel Morberry's. He treats his genitals like an amusement park and he's from the, the oh, acid... God, Todd, Dan's mum listens to this. Acid capital of New Zealand, Nelson. Yeah, Nelson's a fucking shit, hoy. <laughs> I don't think speaking I... Of, speaking of <laughs> shitty cities. Yeah, you, have, think... you haven't been there because you never came on tour of Breaking Wreck. He stood us up every time. I went, on a, I, I went on a couple tours. He's talking about me. Otherwise, you would have um, experienced performing to... Um, Nine of us on stage and five people in the audience. Remember yeah. Sean told me that he covered this hotel and Dan Morby rules? Like he just wrote it <laughs> And Nelson. <everywhere. laughs> yeah. It was so bad. It destroyed this hotel, like it was a really old vintage hotel. It had a oh Cobb Co. downstairs. And then we woke up in the morning and I was like, fuck, we better clean up all that shit. And I got up and this little old woman had gone around and cleaned all that shit up. It felt so fuck. terrible. On the, on the tour I did with At Peace... We got banned from like this venue in the Mount in like perpetuity, and any affiliated acts of Young Gifted and Broke also were banned because um, Tom tagged next to the venue on a wall something. It was something like real juvenile, something like "fuck your dad" or <laughs> some <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't like that kind of thing. No, they're real fucking real mad about it. So I was in Wellington for the week writing a. Th- Hit play. Mm. We're supposed to segue into that. It went well. well. This, is the, this is the fucking segue. It went well? Yep, I think so. Got up every day, every morning at around 10.30. Yeah, started nice. working on the play, working with the director, doing some acting games, improv. Maybe, maybe you'll like be able to do like a world... Voice warm-ups. Or <laughs> like that kind of thing. You'll be able to do uh, like the remains of I the world head at me tour. Down. Why'd you have to go to Wellington? Is that where... That's where the director is. That, that's where all the thespians hang out, Dan. Mm. No, fucking cool. There's a store there that only sells those shirts that have the frilly collars and um, cuffs. 
And that's like if you if you just wander in there, you'll probably meet some thespians who'll fucking help you out with your play. Really showing a fucking lack of culture here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fucking done with thespians and comedians, so. Are you? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. What I have never, you been done? I, well, he turned his hand at being a comedian, but remember what happened when he went to the comedy club? It put him off. Yeah. Remember the comedian made fun of him, Dan. That was the first episode. Oh, that was the first episode. Yeah, listeners can yeah. go back and listen to episode one, season three. Speaking of, of um, dumb city. Speaking of the first the new episode hot podcast. Speaking of the first episode. Over fuck off, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking annoying. Re- remember the first. I think he's dumb city to the fucking listeners. Yeah, that's cool, but um. Remember the first episode, and I think it was the first one, I'd been watching Sopranos, and I was, like, very adamant that I was going to bring the phrase motherless fuck into my vernacular a lot more. Mm. Yeah, I just realised now that I've really fallen off with that. Dan's taking a note of that. He's going to insert you saying motherless fuck throughout this podcast. God, I'm uh, tired. Thanks, Dan. working. Yeah, how's... Working endlessly. So I'm doing. For, for the listeners, Dom's like closing his eyes as he says this. Like, like you know how your dad, when your dad used to come home from work and you'd ask him something, he'd just close his eyes and pause for a few seconds before he gave you, before he gave you an extremely pained, laboured answer. Poor I actually Dom. enjoy my work. It's just too much of it. I just, you don't need mm. to do more than five hours work. No. Because the problem is when someone asks you to do eight hours, you probably do about four and then you stop trying. But the work that I'm doing, if I don't do it, then something goes wrong, so I have to fucking do it. You're like um, Homer at the power plant. Yeah. Something will go terribly I need to, wrong. I need that little wooden bird to do the job for me. Did you guys, did you guys see the, um, the Opportunities Party ad they put out during the week? No. Which one is that? Is that because uh, I get confused with the Sean Plunkett one and then the conspiracy theory one? Okay, no, no, no. Um, Opportunities party is remember Gareth that? Morgan. Is it? Nah. The rich guy. Yeah, that's that. But he's not involved anymore. I don't think. Oh, true. Um, but they put out an ad this week, and like the the background is a picture of some deck, like some yep. deck, some deck plants, and then the writing's fluorescent green, and it goes. Yo, Gen Z, exclamation mark, where's your enrollment at? Um, Do you reckon, Dan, that you would have not lied about having a job and gone done the um, <laughs> event if they asked you? Who? The, the opportunities top, party. The opportunities party, yeah. No. What about that conspiracy theories party? New Zealand public party. Tempting. Fucking, um, your mate would be into that. He's probably a, he's probably a member. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I had I had two separate conversations with anti-vax um, scandemic people today. And the second one, she was trying to sell me on the conspiracies and she sent me like all this all these videos and shit. And um one of them was like Are these people that you're dating? No, no, no. Why are you talking to them? Cause they're posting shit and I'm just like, yo, like I feel like because you know, because I've been struggling with this. I'm like, okay, making fun of people 
is not going to help the situation, right? So I've been trying to engage in some like... Oh, level. positively engage. Yeah, yeah. And so that doesn't work either, I've discovered. So we're having a discussion. I asked her some pretty simple questions and she's like, just watch those videos I sent you. I was like... That's a video of David Ick. He believes in reptilian. <laughs> he believes in reptilian shapeshifters, and he de- declared himself the son of God in the nineties. Um, I like. I prefer to listen to like hundreds of years of medical science that's improved um, our lives for us over David Ick, the rep- reptile guy. Maybe um, we could um, do like a experiment for greater good, where we inject Dan with um, vaccines. Mm. See, just look, like, fine. Look at him. We'll prove that they're them. safe. <clears throat> We're going to get the vaccines for. I know some doctors. Yeah. I know some nurses, and they must know doctors. We'll, we'll prove they're safe by really loading Dan up with just yeah. like. Yeah, look heat. at him. He's had 10 times the fucking legal amount. He's fine. <laughs> it won't be the first time he's had 10 times the How come anti vaxxers don't like vaccines, but they like meth? Riddle mm. me that, Dan. Do they? Yeah, man. Meth is a gateway drug to fucking anti-vaxxing. That and being... Um, oh, rich. hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two, the two are ways. Those things are the psychosis. Like rich people that um, get into health later, you know, like later in life. Mm. They go hard. Yeah. Um, Maybe the yoga plants is... cut off circulation. Oh, there's a, speaking of yoga, there's an article in the paper today of a woman in managed isolation and they were oh, doing yeah. they were doing yo- yoga and the thing all together, all the people, and they stopped the yoga because they didn't want people congregating. And there's a quote from the article and she said, it's like you're in prison. I'm sure prisoners get more sunshine than we do here. Well, I have, <laughs> um, I have news for this lady. Uh, if you're remanded in prison, you get out into the yard once a week for an hour. I think it was an hour, two hours. And when you first walk outside, it takes your eyes about like a couple, a few whole minutes to adjust. And for a while, you can't see. And then when you go back inside <laughs> into the cell block, you have to, your eyes readjust again. You can't see for a minute or two. It's so fucking weird and oppressive. Do you get that when you walk into your dance? Guess you know how she feels then. She also said that she cried for days, didn't she? Yeah. What is she just in a hotel? Yeah, and like you can do, she can do, she can do yoga. Maybe I'll swap with her. You should. I want to be in a fucking hotel, not doing any work, and I can finish this play. You seem to really want this. Well, why don't you just come visit and then go back, and you'll have to do. But then what if I actually got COVID and died and then everyone would be playing this on the news? And then the fucking idiot said that he wanted to be in a hotel. (laughs) Got a grave instead, um, you fucking moron. You'd be like Herman Cain, the the Republican guy who died last week. Mm. What about that guy that went to a um, COVID party? Oh, yeah, he he thought it was false and then he died and said that maybe he'd made a mistake. Never has... What was false? COVID. Yeah, so he went to a party where they, like, Like kinda... a chicken pox party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think it was more like they they had a party because they didn't think it was real. And then um, 
turned out it was. Never has the phrase um, play stupid games, win stupid prizes been more relevant. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you know, the episode you s- title right there, Dan. Yeah, oh, we should tell the guests, um, the, the audience, why there's no guest. Oh, yeah. Well, that there was going to be a guest. It's probably going to be our best guest. We won't say who it is in case we can further convince them to come on. Might have been yeah. the, one of the best guests we've ever had. No offence to our other guests. But, but uh, failing, failing that, the other best guest is on next week. Yeah, although I wouldn't and be surprised if they stand us up to. But um, Some hints, though. That, that next week's guest may be able to elaborate a lot on um, conspiracy theories um, on the New Zealand Public Party and other curiosities and strange happenings in the world. You're a fucking curiosity, Dan. Imagine if he made a documentary about you. More berries. What is he doing? Um, So you know how uh, Melbourne's moved into a state of disaster? Mm -hmm. Middle-aged Auckland man pretends he has a job to get out of responsibilities. (laughs) Sorry, what's Responsibility? Uh, Louie and Babs and their child went to the doctor today. She had to have like a routine, um, I don't know, some sort of jab. And the, and I, I can't remember, I don't have the story quite correct. They're either inside the doctors or outside because you have to wait. And there's a woman standing next to them and she tells the person working at the, the doctor's clinic she was like, I tested positive for COVID. And the woman's just like looking at her like, uh, you need to go home. And she's like standing right next to Louis and Babs. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's just like, just at, out at the doctor's. Uh, I don't know what the fuck she was trying to do there, but like Louis handed Babs the baby and it's like, get the baby out of here. Um... Oh. And, like, fuck, there's been so many stories coming out of Melbourne. Like, I think it was yesterday, 900 people who are supposed to be in quarantine with COVID couldn't be located. 900? Yeah. That's fucked. Oh, well. These motherless Not, not going fucks. down the, the fucking chip shop now, are you, Todd? Uh-uh. Right, now who's laughing? Me and Dan prancing around? Well, I'm not going anywhere. My, my fucking car broke down yesterday. Yeah, my car's been doing some weird shit. Backflips. Although I guess my car's probably older than most of our listeners. Yeah. What's, do you still have the same one? That brown yep. thing? You'd know if I had a new car. Oh, yeah, I bet. If we don't buy this house, I'm going to buy a car. Hey, what's, uh, what's the best Wes Anderson film? Thoughts? Uh, Royal Tenenbaums or Rushmore. The first three are all really good. Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought Rushmore, but you know what I watched the other day that What's had it? me reconsidering? The Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, no. awesome. Get out of here. It's awesome. It's Get fucking, out of here. It's fucking oh, good, man. It's a fucking joke. Um, that would be in the top five of his films. What's, what's the guy that plays the... Um, he plays the old prisoner and they've shaved his head and put jail tattoos on him. Harvey Keitel as Ludwig and fucking Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. The, and then the dude who plays the son of the woman that dies. Fuck, it's just such a good cast. Do you know what I saw the other night, which is fucking amazing, is Dinner in America. Is that the film festival? 
Okay. The New Zealand festivals all online. It's fucking mm. so good. It's like um, it's like this punk guy and he gets out of his um. Oh, what happens in it? He's um setting things on fire. He keeps getting chased by the cops because he's an arsonist. And the cops are after him. And then he meets this girl or this woman who's um like special. Oh, I don't. Well, everyone says she's retarded, but she like that. That's their term. But um, and then it turns out that she's not, and then they start a band, or maybe she is. I don't know. It's just really good. It's fucking funny. I laugh. What did you say? D- dinner in America. Dinner in America. Uh, I'm gonna see if it's, I can um, pirate, pirate that. It's sort of like there. Repo Man crossed with um, Mystery Train. That sounds sick. Sounds so good. Have you seen Repo Man, Dan? Yeah, not for ages. Milo Estevez, right? Yeah, Dave's never seen it. My flatmate. <laughs> You know, you know, last week, or not last week, but the last episode, and I brought up, um, I, I was a little befuddled about the diversity in the National Party thing. Remember? Yep. Yeah. So I had an, I woke up the other day, and my, my immediate thoughts were about that. And then I was like, oh, I understand why I was confused. And it was because my fundamental belief is that no one should be in the National Party. And that's why it was, why it was, had my head in a spin. What? No one should be in the National Party. <laughs> yeah, like, like no one. And then, well, then I also wondered too, like, am I holding non-white people to standards I'm not holding white people to? Because, like, I just accept that racist white people will be in the National Party. I'm like, okay, that's normal. But it's like, nah, no one should be in the National Party. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose not, but they've got to do something. It's just a shame. They shouldn't give them any power, you know what I mean? They can go on. They should be allowed to be in there, um, but they don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, or it could yeah. be like, you know how, like, um, they have, like, the fake UN? They should just have that, and all the right-wing people can go there and sit around and talk about how they hate poor people. Oh, so they're just pretending that they're doing it. Well, job. you know the Beach Boys, you know, their dad was their manager and... Um, engineer but mm. um, he was a bit fucking useless and so they set him up an engineering desk that didn't actually do anything while the real engineer did all the work <laughs> oh, so yeah. I think that's what the no. National Party needed like a version of that like yeah. a fantasy cabinet mm. is that what that is? fantasy football? fantasy cabinet it's oh, pretty cool. I can't reach my pretty charger good there. computer's gonna die and then everyone's Fuck. gonna fucking regret it Life will be do, all, like we know it will be over. Do Do you guys know about um, Woody Harrelson's father? Yeah, he was fucking shot Kennedy. Yeah, do you reckon he shot Kennedy? Lubin thinks so. Um, I bet I was. I thought of Lubin as immediately after I asked this question. There's um, I think there's evidence that he was there, and he's. I think had connections to CIA, but obviously no one knows if he actually did it or not. Yeah, so there's I I I stumbled across a podcast this week called Son of a Hitman. It's sorry, all about, hang on. Are you saying that his dad was Oswald? No, 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 no. Come on, Dan. He, yeah, the fucking program Oswald didn't kill him. But so Oswald his, was a Pepsi, Dan. So so Charles Charles. You're the fucking um, Oswald of this podcast, mate. Charles Harrison. Ha- Harrison. Oh, Jack Ruby. What he? 
Woody, Woody, Woody Harrelson's dad was connected with Jack Ruby. Um, yeah. Well, that book, that book I'm reading, um, Chaos, all goes into that. So saying oh. that Jack Ruby, um, they think that he was potentially um, part of MK Ultra because after he shot um, Oswell, he had no memory of doing it and was like, "What the fuck am I doing here? Why are you people on me?" And then yeah. um, Jolly West, who was the guy who's like the sort of one of the heads of MK Ultra. Um, and sued himself as a psycholo- psychologist on the case to prove that he yeah, was sane. And then he with all of those cases, eh? And then he um, bloody... Yeah. When he came out, he did a psychotic break and he was never sane again. So they surmised that he um, injected him with a shitload of acid. Yeah. And so there's the picture of the three hobos yeah. that, that were arrested at the site of the JFK assassination. Three likely-looking lads. And Woody Harrelson and his brother, I forget which brother, there's a couple of brothers, but his brother both think it's their father in the picture of the three hobos. They think their father is one of the hobos. Yeah, and there's people, like, if you go online, people have compared photos of him and... Yeah, yeah, yeah I, he, I had he a look. talked to Lubin about this. Fuck, it's so Listeners, we'll put Lubin's phone number up on the um, show notes. You can call him and talk to him about it. And so there's something else to look at too. So look at the photos of Woody Harrelson's father, Charles, and the three hobos. And then there's a, I think the interview's from the 80s or 90s, and it's Barbara Walters interviewing Woody Harrelson because he he got sent away for uh, assassinating a federal judge. And she's asking him about that. And then she's like, you've said before your father was a CIA operative. And Woody Harrelson just says so matter-of-factly, Without blinking, he's just like, yeah, he was. And then she asks a follow-up question, and he's like, oh, we shouldn't talk about this. We'll get in trouble. And that's just like on, what was Barbara Walters? Is that 60 Minutes or some shit? I don't know. One of them. Yeah. You made any beats lately, Dan? Uh, nah, uh, kind of. Made some, got some samples. Fucking around with some loops. Just compiling samples. Yep. Should um, flay them throughout this episode. <laughs> I'd probably get in trouble. From who? Who from? I don't know. Put the book! Like that kind of thing. No one listens Just to like this. There's <laughs> Todd's beatbox. Whenever Todd used to freestyle, I'd do that beatbox for him. Yeah, I fuck. I was known to kill it occasionally. Yeah. Just a couple of bars and then I'd quit. Just one bar. Yeah, one bar is something, something about fucking, something about wanting to fuck people's dads and then just mic drop. Yep. That fucking, you got to leave them wanting more. <laughs> or, or less. One of, one of the two. Do you want to hear a poem? Yeah, please. Read us a poem. It's called Rain. Yeah. Everyone's w- waiting for rain, watching the sky behind filthy windows. What day is it? The plants hold their limbs by their sides and they don't talk about nothing else. My mum, she's angry because the sun's drunk. Everyone's feeling it, I guess. On the radio, someone says conserve water, but I have to wash my track pants. I feel disgusting. I ask Google, what if it never rains again? It reckons America is dead. Buy shit, watch porn. Waiting for death tolls, drink beer and eat space food, thinking who needs water? The future is broken. Down at the dam, it's Friday night empty. Never see anyone, but I wear my mask. 
I lie in bed watching the world fall apart on my laptop. I turn to the dog. What was so great about normal anyway, he says. There you go. Nice. That's from my upcoming zine, Josh Solomon. Nice, very good. I'm, I'm clapping, but not too loudly because my hand's close, close to the microphone. Chili hates clapping. Does it? Hates clapping, hates noises, hates crowds. I'll remember that when I fucking run into him again. Oh, you better <laughs> watch out. He's got your number. <laughs> the motherless fuck. He knows all about you, Todd. He is, like, he is by definition a motherless fuck, eh? Now that his, like, dog mother and Christina have both abandoned him. Well, no, she's got him back now. Oh, does she? Took him back, yeah. Oh, okay. Apparently he's changed his ways. Yeah. We've established this, Dan. Yeah, Dan, keep up, mate. Oh, I can't keep up with all your wheelings and dealings. We've we've established um, Christina's whereabouts. Fuck, you're opening another beard. Todd. Yeah, but look what I gotta do, cause see it froze, see the bottoms all popped out. So it won't it won't sit. How many on the did, table. how many were in, how many did you buy? Six of them. Oh that's not so bad. I thought you bought a case. Yeah. Hey um happy birthday to Dominic's mother, Vicky King, if she's happy listening. Happy birthday, Vicky. Happy Dan, birthday. can you put in happy birthday there? The song. Yeah, should we sing it? One, two, three. Do you think anyone that cares about copyrights listening to this shit? Hey, speaking of copyright, well, it's not quite the same. Come on now. Um, Dead Bird Books um, had two complaints from the Advertising Standards Authority about a poster we did. Yeah, you said that on the last. Did I? Yeah, well. Yeah, I wrote I wrote a really stern fucking reply, but um, now I'm wondering if that was the right thing to do. Maybe you should um I vote accused them of supporting fascism. <laughs> Maybe you should vote act because they got some pretty robust uh, freedom of speech policy that I think is written specifically for people like yourself. Well, you know what's <laughs> fucked? So they're complaining because it says sex with animals, but there's a comma right between sex and animals. So it's sex yeah. with animals. And like the both the complaints have written it without the comma, and then they fucking wrote it without the comma when they wrote the email. And so I'm just like, yeah. what are you fucking Dillard's doing? You know, it's like, either you, these people are like, you know that these people are wrong, but you're upholding the fucking complaint anyway, mm. or you're all so fucking stupid that you don't know what a comma does. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Either it's way, funny. fuck you. This relates to a conversation I was having today, fucking and like, how... You know, how conservatism just, like, actually avoids dealing with shit so often? Um, you know, like, like we're exposed to way worse shit than a book title, Sex with Animals as Children, and we're okay, I guess. Um, yeah, look at that. But I was talking to, I was talking to someone today who wants us to, wants us to work in a school, and the school has said, oh, they have to cover up their tattoos. And she's told them, oh, that's kind of impossible. And it's like, so they're prepared to, to not have us engage with some young, some young people that need some support uh, because we have tattoos, you know? It's just so fucking silly. And that's like conservatism gone wild. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean... What's, I think it's also a form of um, delusion, right? Because you have people complaining 
about these sort of supposed freedoms that are all come from like mass left-wing movements like labor movements or, or even freedom of speech which they keep fucking going on about yeah. you know what i mean it's not like a conservative movement brought that no. you know like brought that around and you know like with wages and labor and you know the immigrants are going to take our jobs and it's like motherfucker it's like oh anyway yeah it's just, just it's just delusional that's what's so crazy about it and there's no sense in it yeah no exactly it's like what your children haven't had sex with animals <laughs> this one woman was like it was next to a playground and then i had to explain it to um my kids but i was like well you have to have a talk about bestiality sooner or later as we get out of the way Mm. It should be in the curriculum, like right after you learn how to put a condom on. Have I told you about the masturbating in the park story? Mm. So when we were at school, because I went to an alternative school for the listeners where um, the students got as much say as the teachers, and one day someone called a school meeting, so the whole school had to assemble. There's only like 100 kids in the school. And then they said, um, there's been a complaint that two of the students were masturbating each other in the park. And everyone was like, oh, that's bullshit. We wouldn't do that. They're picking on us because we look weird. And, you know, like everyone in the neighborhood hated us. And then um, I was walking home with two of my friends. And then they said, yeah, it was us. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman said that, they, that she had to explain to her children what they were doing. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, fair, fair enough. There's, there's something to, like, you know, in life, you just get exposed to what you get exposed it's, to. And exposed to two metro students masturbating in the park. It's just going to happen at some point. Do you know a friend of ours who I've mentioned before on the podcast and not named? Have you ever Is heard Is this the him? one that likes talking, thinking about her mum having sex? No, 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 no. A different one. Um, one, we, one we all know quite well. But he, he, as a kid, I think there's a skate park. He's probably, I imagine he must have told you the story because he repeats stories. Um... As a young person, he would skate at this park and there was some guy who had always come and masturbate there. And then he ran he ran into the guy as an adult and beat him up. Like, years, <laughs> and, <laughs> years and years later, like, the guy was on a bicycle and he chased him down and, like, threw him off his bicycle and gave him a hiding. This yeah, retribution. When I was into intermediate, these kids, um, I was walking home with a bunch of kids and they saw someone wanking in Western Springs Park and they all went and beat him up. Yeah. So, what, a bunch of kids did? Like 12-year-olds. Yeah. That's a good effort. Yeah. I don't know. I sort of, I sort of feel mixed about it because the person obviously had uh, mental issues, but... Um, yeah, well, that's... Yeah, but same. maybe shouldn't have been... But then was wanking in front of, like, 12-year-olds, so... Yeah, it's hard to kind of find where you sit on that in, in a moral sense. And then he, then he left his pornography behind and everyone got really excited. <laughs> Man. I was like, I'm, I'm not fucking touching that. That's, that, makes, that makes me sad for these days that they'll never, like, find some pornography stashed in a bush behind I like, fucking I fucking saw some the other day and I was like, whoa, this is like, <laughs> hey, where the fuck did this come from? And it's like going like a fucking time warp. Yeah, I bet. That's crazy. That's so good. Did you ever do anything like that, Dan, when you were in the grips of a meth binge? <laughs> no. Well, like masturbate in a park. Or hide, in a park. Hide mm. some pornography in some bushes. <laughs> Just for later. 
Man, I, I stole a I stole a porno mag from a dairy once and the dairy owner like followed me home. Oh man. It was, it was quite a conundrum. That would have been I humiliating. Just, no, I just made him I told him to fuck off. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Threatened him with violence. Yeah. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah, my my flatmate got caught shoplifting porn back in the day. Yeah. Pretty humiliating because it was like the 7-Eleven by a house as well, so you could never go back there. Fuck, when you're a teenager, though, you need it really bad. You're not allowed to buy it. Stan <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have that problem now. No. You can't, you can't. Masturbatorium. You can't buy pornography because of people like the people who write in and complain about your fucking dead bird books posters. <laughs> well, now children all have access to pornography. Yay! Society is... Oh, whatever. I think, yeah, I think the, the kids are doing good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know how... Um, did you guys see the uproar about Domino's ad they put out where they're going to give free pizza to It was really poorly thought out. What was yeah. That? Who was it aimed at, do you think? Well, it was... Because no was, one identifies as a Karen. No, but so it was like, if your real name's Karen and you're not a bad Karen, you can get some free pizza. And I understood why people found it in poor taste but I was just thinking of my own experience and both the real-life Karens I know are poor people. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I hope they get some free pizza. Got some pizzas, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, where was it the other day and there's someone called Karen there and I wanted to ask him about it. It'd be... Somewhere in it'd, Wellington. It'd be fucking worse than being named Todd right now. I feel like... feel alleviated of a burden. Thank you, Karen. Todd. Todd. It's not even really a name, is it? It's just sort of a sound you make. Todd. It's, Todd. it's such a fucking bad name. So, um, Todd, what are you doing over there, Todd? A friend messaged me the other day and called Todd, me... Todd, stop masturbating that bush, Todd. What? Yeah, a friend messaged me the other day and called me Chad. And I took offence and I was like, oh, fuck, it's essentially just the same as Todd anyway, so... Fuck it. A friend called you Chad. The friend didn't know that your name was Todd. No, they knew my name was, was this, Todd. Was this, was this another dating mishap? No, no, no. First the anti-vaxxers and now this shit. No, just a smart-ass friend. Chad. <laughs> Chad yeah. suits you, actually. Fuck off. <laughs> Yo, Chad. Uh, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> it's like you're in prison. I'm sure the prisoners get more sunshine than we do here. It's like poetry. It's true. You should see if she wants to take up that, fill up that space on your writing course. It's already full, mate. Fucking had heaps of applicants. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, people dropping in, dropping out, new ones coming in. You yeah. should come to my writing course, Dan. Get you out of the house. Get you out of the masturbatorium. <laughs> Next time fucking someone asks you to do something, you have a real excuse. Nah, mate, my writing course. No, this fucking fake job you got there. I've I've dedicated Sorry, my life. Sorry, uh, I've got a job at the zoo. Work at the zoo, hard, actually. Hard maintaining a fake job. Got <laughs> <laughs> to get fake. Here's job. here's here's your new response, Dan. I'm sorry, I I'm busy that day. I've dedicated my life to literary pursuits. Yeah. 
Imagine that. Imagine when you put your first novel out in 10 years. Be 50. How wise you'll be. Mm, something to look forward to. Yeah. Get all that fucking soundproofing off your walls. Turn it into the writing room. Is that step one? Yeah. We don't need a studio anymore. True. Just be writing. What is it, Todd? You have a look of concern on your face. I'm just... I'm just looking through some... Something. Did you see that we lost six patrons this week? Yeah, but then like if you look in deleted pledges, there's nothing there. So does that just mean they deleted their accounts? Yeah, fucking pricks. Where'd you guys go, you motherless yeah. fucks? It was just after the Patreon took the money too, so they would have... Uh, yeah, so here's a word of warning to existing patrons. Oh no, look, it's gone back up to 69 now. Oh, yeah, see, I, f I thought it was an error. Do you think but it's here, a mistake? Yeah, let me just issue a warning to existing patrons, though. If you do delete your pledge, I'll call you a motherless fuck on the podcast. You will, won't, you will no longer be welcome at Dan's house on fucking oh, 27 Onihanga fucking parade. Those privileges are definitely rescinded. Yeah. I'm Apartment sorry. Seven. I'm sorry to say. Just press the blue button five times. And, um, Five times and, is emergency, six times if it's just a casual call. Uh, and cool Labour Party news this week. Jacinda uh, upheld the drug testing of beneficiaries. Yeah, boys. Did you see? There's, and then, like, her... What's the Minister of um, Giving Out the Doll? I don't know their official title. Camilla. Camilla. Yeah. But, so they were, like, Something there's sick. a... There's a quote from her in the article I've read and she's like talking about oh, how if you're a mother, then they only take 50% of your benefit as a punish oh, good. punishment. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, sweet. That's pretty good. Like it's not as though you can't like live on 100% of your benefit already that if they take, take half away, you're going to be fucking homeless and not eating. Whereas before you were just not eating. Man, insane. they should go drug test all those fucking politicians. Imagine the amount of fucking coke Winston Peters is on. Oh, boy. Yeah, he was so coked up when he typed those threats to poor little David Seymour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, since, since ACT rose in the polls to 5% in the most recent poll, I went, I was like, fuck, I actually don't know anything about the ACT party. So I went and I looked up their website and you're immediately assaulted by colour. It's really bright. It's surprising. You're like, oh, these guys look pretty fucking fun. Um, but then you do some reading, not, not as fun as they first appear. How the fuck did X, X go up so much? Do you oh. get people like ditching national? Na yeah, national party defectors, I suppose. Um, disappointing to see Greens didn't rise much. All at all, I don't no. think they're, they're still sitting on five. Um, and they're the only political party at the moment who are like actually trying to do shit. Anything. Like rolling out policy after policy that's like well thought out, sensible, progressive. And I yeah. wonder if that, having that James Shaw guy as your leader isn't helping them. I. I have that thought frequently. I'm like, why isn't Marama just the leader? I think yeah, it... Yeah, hard out. They always would, have a co-leader, though, eh? 
Yeah, it would make more sense just to have the one leader, I'm sure. Like, um, people, are, people are so unengaged as it is. If you convolute anything, I feel like it's unhelpful. But also, I think he's sort of just this kind of fucking really straight-looking dude, you know, and, like, and, and he's not a particularly good public speaker Don Freeze, or, or is he choosing his words carefully? Is Todd gone? Looks like he's frozen. Oh, my God. Or am I frozen? Yeah. Am I oh. frozen? Just you've, yeah. We're all frozen. Todd's video was. Oh, shit. We're okay. back. You're back, though. Good stuff. Dan. All right, everyone. Welcome we, back to Bullshit what, City. What were you saying Everyone's about James? favourite podcast. What were you saying oh, about James? I don't know. I was just talking shit. shit about him. I just mm. don't think he's very good. Nah, I don't get that impression either. They need to bring Matidia back. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, I guess she's probably not very interested now, eh, after... No, she, well, she went to art school. She'd be making art. Mm, nice. Yeah, Fuck, that yeah. would be... That would be some welcome relief after doing politics, I imagine. Mm. You should get into politics, Dan. Should. Sensible candidate. What if we start the How Not To Be An Arsehole Party? We could um, coalesce with... Uh, the New Zealand Public Party and the, <laughs> the Opportunities Party. Just, Just work right. together with all of them. All right, guys, we have no no uh, aligned values, but we've got to band together. We're, we're on a the shitload of myth. It's, it's <laughs> some ideas. <laughs> we're, we're on the fringe. Have you guys seen this David Ick video? He, uh, <laughs> it's about shape-shifting reptilian... Politicians. People love sending you those videos though, where it's just someone like fucking ranting on YouTube, like at the mm. fucking camera for like four hours. Yeah, and that, and then they'll tell you like do some research, and I'm my my thought is, well, I'm not a fucking researcher, but there's like heaps of scientists and medical professionals doing that on my behalf, which is real good. Um, it's very helpful. But also, um, watching a dickhead on YouTube is not research. No, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's a waste of time at best and dangerous at worst. I wonder if Adam Curtis is going to do a new film soon. All the listeners should go to watch some Adam Curtis. Has he not done, one, not done one in a while? I don't know. Adam Curtis 2020, let's have a look. Getting to the bottom of things. Adam Curtis. No, it doesn't look like he's got anything coming up. Ah. Oh, he was on um, Chapo one time. Was he? I think... Oh, yeah, I've heard that episode. Apparently. Um, there was a... There was a survey done about introducing uh, another higher tax bracket. Mm-hmm. And 50% of the population supported that. 42% didn't. Uh, the rest were undecided. And despite their huge margin in, in polls for, for the upcoming election and the majority of New Zealanders supporting uh, a, a, another tax bracket for high-income high earners, do you think we'll see Labour Party... Uh, enact some progressive tax policy or no? No. 
Certainly not. It's it's almost as if uh, they don't work for the interests of the people. Or something. Well, I think that um, they have a vested interest in not doing that, right? Mm. I mean, maybe. Like, maybe if the Greens and them get in and, I don't know, something happens, but it's hard to imagine. I mean, if they won't even fucking stop drug testing beneficiaries. It's very disheartening. This week they opened up more land in Taranaki for onshore drilling. Yeah, boy. Fracking, more oil and gas. Just. Well, Dan actually has shares in the oil and gas company. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, oil and gas is us.com. Does he get a dividend and buy all that soundproofing so people can't hear him wanking in the masturbatorium? Mas- <laughs> what do you call it, Tom? Masturbatorium. Yeah, I can't say I can't say that word. I think it's made up, but... It's not made up. It's, it's, well, you're fucking looking at one right now. You're looking into <sighs> the fucking arsehole of a masturbatorium. Well, as you say that, I can. your window is largest on screen. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> No, this is a place of quiet reflection. <laughs> uh, more berries? Uh, I've run out of edibles. It's stressing me out. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I want to buy some more, but I have keep spending all the money I meant to use for this mortgage on edibles. Imagine really? if I don't end up buying a house because I've fucking bought so many edibles. Said, Do you want before? Who are you buying a house with? Uh, my friend Sam. Cool. So I do dead birds with. Unless the advertising standards assholes fucking um, take <laughs> all money off us. Ruin everything. Is uh, Laura Borrowdale's book doing well? Yep. It was first runs almost sold out. I'd ask you to send me a copy, but you'll probably send me a third copy of your book. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, fucking, um, what was I going to say? What's the future plans with Dead Bird? We've got Muhammad Hassan's book, mm. Hussain, Hassan. I nice. should really know his last name. Let's bring his book out. Um, he's a good friend. But, uh, yeah, we're doing his book next, and then we're doing Sam Tikani's book, and then we're doing a, um, a poet called Ben Brown, who's a Christchurch poet, one of my favourite writers in New Zealand. Yeah. And then we've got a few other sort of things. Might even do my novel. Oh, that's the thing. Um, Penguin rejected my novel because they said oh, it was a really good writer, but it was too depressing. Too depressing? Yeah, and I was like, man, this is way funnier than the other novel. Surely, surely Penguin's fucking published heaps of depressing shit, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether, like, they're just not getting it or whether maybe I haven't given enough room to breathe. Like, maybe there's too much heavy shit in a row. Maybe you should um, insert a character based on Dan to up... Like, like- comic relief. Yeah, give it an uplifting vibe. Yeah. Dan Circuit 2007. <laughs> a lot of people tell me I'm uplifting. Yeah. Yeah, you are quite uplifting. Stable. Stable Dan, they call him. You stop having a... the night terrors? Mm, for now. Do you reckon the podcast has helped with them? Most definitely not. It's given you a sense of purpose. If anything, it's brought more terror into my life. <laughs> You should have really gone to the Green Party thing, you know? You would have been around nice people. Yeah. You could have told them about your night terrors. Mm. That's what you need. you need. To, you need to get out of that apartment did and you, be telling people about your night terrors. Did Even you just see, strangers. Like, if you just walk up and down Onihanga Just on, on the corner of the street Just telling people. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Night terrors are real. 
Get yes. a bell. I'm, I'm having night terrors. Sit on that colourful seat. Or did someone mm. someone vandalise that, didn't they? I hope not. I think it got vandalised, Dan. Do you know anything Man, about that? I don't have to wait in Wellington. No, I don't. <laughs> too many burgers in Wellington, too many vegan burgers. Hey, have we, have we told the story, Dom, about when we dined together in Wellington? Last time we were there mm. together? I can't remember that. What happened? Uh, so, I'll tell you, I'll remind you and the listeners. So, I was, I was in Wellington for the Justice Reform oh, Summit. Oh, that's right, the fucking Northern yeah. Boys Conference. Yeah, they, they put me up in a hotel and um, uh, it was a nice hotel and there's a restaurant there and I had like a food allowance. So I was like, oh, well, why were you in Wellington? You were staying there for quite a while, eh? Um, I might have been performing, I can't remember. Gallivanting, we'll say. Yeah. Um, Don was gallivanting around Wellington, hanging out in the, the Thespian shirt store. Um, and... And I was there for some serious business. Uh, anyhow, so I had food allowance. I was like, oh, I'll use it in the, the restaurant upstairs tonight. It was a... It's, if it's fancy, it's not a buffet, is it? What is it, Dad, if it's fancy? A la carte. Don't know. Uh, it's no a la carte, right? To order. No, because remember the... Well, buffet. Buffet is yeah. where you help yourself yeah, to heaps of shit. Yeah, a la carte is when you. Are you asking order. for the word for a fancy buffet? Yeah. No, like no, like no. What's a what's a non? He's saying what's fancier than a buffet, and I said a la carte. No, no, I'm saying what's what's a fancy buffet called? There's no such thing. There is it. board. It's like saying I, what's a fancy soft drink. Do you just say buffet? <laughs> Get on with it. So it's fancy buffet. I feel like the end of the story is going to be a letdown. Um, <laughs> What happened? Oh, so we walk we walk in, and the guy didn't the guy didn't seem very impressed. The maitre d. That's I right. Think, he didn't seem I to think, like us being I there. Th- I think that's what they call that character. Mm-hmm. And then, um, he was like, before the whole shit was empty. A eh? like it was mm. like a two hundred seat restaurant, and there was like thirteen people in there, and we asked if we could get a table. He was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> And he, just, he he went away, and we we're like, "What the fuck?" Like, there's so many seats, and um, he came back like he took ages as well. Comes back, he's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take you to a table," and he definitely got the vibe that he didn't want to give us a table. It become quite clear at that point, and he takes us to the very corner of the restaurant, like away from everything. It was like it was like a hundred yard dash back to the buffet. Yeah. Um, it was a fucking shitty fucking restaurant as well. It was yeah. like, it was like flash. It was fucking garbage. Uh, so he sits us in the corner and then we're sitting there. I think we ordered some drinks straight away because we, as uh, people with substance inclinations, we realised that we needed drinks immediately. So we got our drinks and then we're sitting there waiting for fucking some service. And it was like, I think it had been half an hour. Luckily we had some catching up to do. Um, I had to find out how Don had been doing in the thespian shirt store and how Wellington was treating him. Had he kicked a garbage bag that sent rubbish flying above the tall buildings? And um, at some point we realised we weren't getting any service, so I had to get up, walk 100 yards back over to where there was some other humans and inquire about 
some service. And, oh, sorry, sorry. But they, when people say they're sorry, but they're definitely not sorry at all. <laughs> and then they brought us some fucking buffet plates and then, yeah. Yep. And the whole thing sucked. The food sucked. The place sucked. So the never go there. Never go to the fancy... What was the, what was the hotel called? I don't know. Fucking shit. Fuck the hotel. The, the funny thing about it was the, the whole... The whole thing, I was being, I, I had a food allowance at a fancy hotel on, on the books for the Justice Department, who the previous accommodation that I'd paid for for me was jail. Um, so I guess all in all, it was a better experience. Hard out. Yeah. Right, should we wrap this shit up after that riveting story? You don't like this story? It was all right. It's not the best. Era. As I as I was telling it, I was like, "How can I give this a punchy end? Like, I need to fabricate something." We leapt up and punched a maitre d in the face, <laughs> and we had to run out yeah. into the streets of Wellington. Got hit by a hacky sack and a dreadlock. Got caught in someone's dreadlocks and cold, damp streets of Wellington. And then a guy who drove past playing black seeds and fruit. All right, and ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Next week we'll hopefully have a guest. Um, what should they do? Join the Patreon. Like I just things. Do all that I shit. Wanna, I want to shout out my friend Molly who listens, who's very supportive, lovely Ollie? friend. Molly. Molly. Sup, yeah. Molly? Sup, Molly. Thank you. Yeah, sign up to the Patreon. We got heaps of shit coming your way. Yeah, heaps of content. Shit. And stuff. Dan's been shitting in Tupperware canners <laughs> and we're going to send them out to all the patrons. That'll be it. We'll introduce a new patron level. It's $20 one if you want a bit of dance shit. Tupperware full of dance shit. Only for upper bracket tax people. <laughs>